Welcome to Showing Up Solo with Hannah and Nicole, your guides to navigating online marketing for your business. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Showing Up Solo with Hannah and Nicole. Hi, great to see you back here. Today we're talking about sales funnels, which yay, sales funnels, so exciting. Yeah, so we're (laughs) going to talk about sales funnels and how your email marketing is essentially walking your ideal client um, through the process that you want them to take. Yeah, a sales funnel is a marketing term which basically means it's, it's the path that someone who doesn't know you walks down to becoming a client. Yeah. And then even beyond that. Yeah. Or even just buying a product from you. Like it's, you are the tour guide that walks them through the journey. Yeah. And the reason it's called a funnel is because it's, it's shaped like this. It mm-hmm. starts off with lots and lots of people and then it starts to get narrower and narrower. Na- I can't say that today. Get smaller and smaller. <laughs> the the p- group of people you're speaking to until you get that one ideal client. Mm-hmm. And so um, the top of your funnel would be your or social media marketing, in our case, our podcast and YouTube, like yeah. developing awareness, like yeah. letting people know about your brand. Yeah. Then you get into doing the um, your lead magnet, your lead magnet, which is how you get them into the next tar- part of your funnel because that already that's like a barrier; it filters people out. Yeah. Um, you've got people who are basically anybody who encounters your content on one side, and on the other side, you've got people who are saying. I like your content enough that I want more from you specifically. It's essentially warming up your leads. So you go from like someone who's cold, who has no idea who you are, you're educating them, to warming them up. You're kind of like getting to know them. Yeah. Yeah. Getting comfortable with each other. Exactly. Yeah. And then that's when email marketing kicks in, which is where we really want to talk, what we really want to talk about today. Mm Because we've covered social media. We've covered lead magnets. Yeah. But, um... There's so much you can automate with your email marketing that can do a lot of the selling for you before you even get on a call or start doing personalized emails for the yeah. client. And the great thing about email marketing is that it's essentially not only sharing a little bit about you, but the point of it is to empathize with your ideal client of the situation that they're in and really like educating them on why you know how to solve their problem. Yes, exactly. Now, email marketing can get a bit of a bad rap. There's those big companies Mm -hmm. that just bombard you daily Mm -hmm. with buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that. And so I know a lot of um, solopreneurs um, shy away from it. They don't want to be that spammy person. Yeah. But email marketing is incredibly powerful. The, op- the average open rates for emails when someone's just subscribed to your list is like 90%. Mm-hmm. Think about 90% compared to the 4% that might see your Instagram content. Yeah. And even when it, even though it drops after the few days, like it's still like 50% and then 20 to 30% is like the average of a open rate for an email newsletter. Yeah. And the, the idea of your uh, email marketing is so that you're um, really growing a relationship between you and your subscriber. Exactly. You don't need to be spammy. Yeah. Well-crafted, well-written, fun-to-read emails get great results. Yeah. And you can see this, like, what we call welcome sequence is a great opportunity to 
introduce a new subscriber to you and what you offer in a mm -hmm. comfortable, um, friendly way. Yeah. A little bit at a time. Well, you have to think, you have to remember because they are new to you. I mean, they, they got to know you on social media. They may have perused your website. They may have perused your website. They might have downloaded your freebie because now they're on your welcome sequence. But they still don't know much about you. So it's a great way to kind of give them a little bit more pieces. But you don't want to focus too much on yourself. Yes. So, and then we'll get into this in a little bit. There's a difference between like a welcoming, nurturing sequence and a sales sequence. Yeah. So a welcoming sequence is what you would use if you don't have a specific product or service that you're aiming to sell. Yeah. From that specific lead magnet. Because you can have separate sales funnels for... Like if you're launching a course, you'll probably yeah. develop a separate sales funnel for that. Yeah. Um, if it's just generally capturing leads, yeah. a welcome sequence is probably good what you're going to use. Yeah. And, and you start by showing who you are, but also demonstrating uh, empathy, like showing that you know mm -hmm. what their problems are so mm -hmm. the client can see themselves in their con in your content. Yeah. And it usually occurs over like a four part, um, sequence. So, um, it, it's not something that you're really touching base too, too much, yeah. but it's just to demonstrate that, you know, this is who I am. This is what I offer. This is the kind of knowledge that I want to share with you. Yeah. They're not long emails. Mm -hmm. Um, keep it, keep it concise and you can put, um, one day between them. You can put two days, three mm -hmm. days. It's up to you. Of course, the longer it is between the subscription date and the email send date, the less, the lower the the chances are it'll get read. Yeah. Um, and if you're worried about your content being spammy, don't don't make it spammy. Yeah. <laughs> don't write irritating, high pressure sales stuff. Just yeah. friendly. How do you do? Well, and you kind of figure out by the response rate or your open rate when you write them, you know, like yeah. go back and review. If you're noticing that your rates aren't doing as well, then maybe there's something that needs to change in your, uh, in your emails. Exactly. If you have a link in there, you can see how many times that link got clicked. Yeah. We had that with a client who had a, um, she was doing, she was launching a course and we were looking at her funnel and we were seeing there were new subscribers they were clicking the links, but then they weren't signing up. Mm -hmm. Which so there was obviously a divide, but we could see that the division, like the emails, were working because yeah. they were getting clicks. Yeah. So the issue was with the the next stage of the funnel. Yeah. So uh, all the email marketing platforms have this information for you. Yeah, which is great, um, and you can look at them and actually follow each kind of month or quarterly to see how you're doing through your your marketing efforts. Yeah. And why would you want email marketing? Why is it so important when there's so many other free resources out there like social media? Well, I know for like a great example, I joined um, Chantelle Davison. I had downloaded her freebie. I got on her um, uh, email list. And at the time, I just wasn't ready. I yeah. just wasn't ready. And then a few months down the line, I kept getting the emails and the emails were like really talking to the place I was at. And there I was, I, I was ready to jump in. So it's not about the time, like you don't need someone to necessarily buy your products or services right now. It's the fact that you're nurturing that relationship and really talking to your ideal client's needs. Yes, exactly. It, it's like a little reminder yeah. that you're still there and yeah. of course 
that the key difference between someone it, on your subscriber list versus someone in your social media followers is this is a person who volunteered personal information yeah. and opted into the marketing. Yeah. They asked for it. Yeah. And as long as it's clear when they're signing up, which it should be yeah. that they will be signing up for your email, for your newsletter or for getting emails from you, yeah. then you can feel free. You've been given permission. You've been yeah. given the green light. Yeah, and you have to remember, too, that your email is very intimate. Like, when you're reading an email, that message is between you and um, the writing that you have. So people can be very reluctant to giving it up if they feel like they're going to get spammed. Yeah, and um, you want to make sure you always have the unsubscribe button mm -hmm. at the bottom of your any emails that you send out for marketing purposes yeah. so that people can um, opt out whenever they want to. Yeah. And they might opt out immediately after downloading your lead magnet and that's fine. Yeah. Um, unsubscribes are just as good as subscribes because they give you new information. Yeah, exactly. So any information is pretty much telling you what is working and what isn't. So it, it's always, you're always learning and growing. Exactly. Exactly. So a welcome sequence is a four to th three to four part, um, sort of introduction. It's kind of like feeding your new client information about you, showing that you, um, demonstrating empathy, showing that you understand their problems, and then leading them into expectations like how they can get more from you, work with yeah. you, or how many times you might send them a newsletter. Yeah, kind of managing expectations of like, hey, I'm not going to be emailing you every week or yeah. weekly, or so then they kind of, they know moving forward if they want to be continue on your list or not. Exactly. Um, so that's one option and it's kind of more of like a, just a general catch all. Yep. Uh, and then there's the more specific sales sequence. Yeah. And so, yeah. So like, for example, if you're selling a product or service and you're wanting to warm up your, your leads, you would be providing more in more information about, you know, like who you are, the problem that your ideal client or your prospect is kind of um, joined on your email list. Mm -hmm. Then you're talking a little bit more of like, you know, maybe the barriers that are holding them back from from making the decision from investing. Yeah. And then you might share some kind of social proof or testimonial, like something that like proves why you know what they're experiencing and the transformation you know you could provide them. Yes. So sales sequence is typically longer. It's like maybe six emails. Yeah. And it's because you're usually selling a higher ticket item. Yeah. With a welcome sequence, it's more you're on my radar. You're going to keep getting my marketing. But a sales sequence generally has like one goal, I'm going to sell this signature service or this specific product or this course. Yeah. And you're trying to take someone, you're trying to move them faster yeah. through the funnel. Yeah. You're literally guiding them to the end point, which means I want you to buy this. Exactly. Yeah. And so your lead magnet will need to be something that talks about that, that, that is the logical um, precursor mm -hmm. to what you're, you're trying to sell. Yeah. And then that, that sales sequence is all about making sure your client has all the information they need to be ready to make the purchase. Mm -hmm. the, the most effective email marketing sequences have like that uh, emotional touch to it. Like you're really 
tugging at someone's like connection to their problem yeah and how you can make it better like you can provide them that transformation exactly a good way to think about what should go into your sales sequence is think about sales calls most of you if you're service providers out there will be having calls with potential new clients like discovery calls where you're trying to um, see if you're a good fit but you're also um, trying to sell them a specific service yeah So what do you talk about in those calls? What information are you always giving out? Mm -hmm. What reassurances do you need to give those clients? What objections do they have? Yeah. What do you see repeatedly? Yeah. What beliefs do you find that they're sharing with you or their struggles? Like what and, and how, 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 what are the answers you can give them that would make it better? Exactly. And then you feed that to them little by little through the sales sequence. You show that you um, that you know what the problem is. Mm-hmm. You um, you address those consistently occurring objections mm-hmm. or concerns, mm-hmm. and then also, like you said, you can offer social proof. So people don't need to ask for referrals because yeah. you put them straight into an email so they can see what other people have experienced from working yeah. with you. Yeah. So like even um, sharing testimonials either by like written or video is really great because then you kind of get to see that like real, a real person, a on real the other person end. on the other end. Yeah. Um, so, and then literally after you're showing that social proof, you're pretty much just guiding them to like that final step. Like, yeah. I, I see you here. Don't waste any more time. Yeah. You want this now. Yeah. Don't you have, this is your problem and this is the solution. Let's, yeah. let's get, do it. And then you yeah. ask for the sale. Yeah. That's really important. There's, um, a lot of service providers can feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. about asking for a sale. Yeah. But they, it, they feel icky, but it's not icky. Uh, yeah. You like, if you're not the one who's selling them that, that, product or service than someone else's and if you've got to feel confident in yourself yeah to know that you deserve not only to work with that person but they deserve to work with you because you will provide them the best service exactly imagine you walk into a shoe store for example yeah and um you're looking around and immediately a sales associate comes up and they're so nice and friendly and you Mm -hmm. ask them questions and they answer them great but they don't offer to get you a shoe to try on yeah Right? Like, yeah. you told them all your problems. They know all the answers. They don't offer you a shoe. Yeah. There's only so long you're going to wait around. Yeah. Right? You're going to go to the next shoe store or look for someone else. Exactly. So, um, when what you really want is like, yeah, great. Bring me the shoe that I want. You know? Um, and that's that's exactly what you're doing in your sales sequence. You're bringing them the metaphorical shoe. Yeah. yeah. I like that analogy. Yeah. Well, it's... You know what? It's because I used to, I used to sell shoes. <laughs> No, I used to work in retail and I, I see the parallels between the interactions that I used to have from like someone walking in yeah. to browsing to like getting to know them and then selling it. And that's what it is. Yeah. It, that's, that is what it is. You, you ask some open-ended questions, give them an opportunity to tell you more about them and then yeah. start to like really pin down what the key concerns are. Like is money more, more important or is comfort more important? Yeah. You know, longevity or aesthetics. Like, yeah. What are well, and then you use that in your marketing as well, right? So exactly. If more people are about like money, then you're focused on like success and growth and and yeah. But if it's more of like 
relieving stress and workload and having time for your family, then that's where your marketing exactly. goes. Exactly. And so in a sales sequence, you'll have a consistent call to action. It's yeah. always going to be the same one. It'll either be like book a call or like sign up for the course. Oh, and you just made me think of something. Every email should have a call to action. Yes. Put it in there. Don't feel bad. Yes. Put a button. Even if it's in the PS, you know. Yeah. Um, but put it in there. Give like make it as easy as possible yeah. for someone to buy from you. Because you know what? They might not need to go through all six emails. They might literally, you might hit the nail on the hammer in the first one and they're like you got yeah. me. Like, it's, I need you. It's the difference between the sales associate saying, okay, I understand what you need. I'm going to bring you three shoes to try on. Or, um, great, you look around. Yeah. Tell me what you like. Yeah. And then I'll get you some shoes. 100%. That's the difference. Yeah. So put that call to action in there. Bring them those shoes. And then um, when you, like, with the with those consistent call to actions, that's what's really important because you can look at your stats. Yeah. And you can see which emails are the ones that are getting the link clicks. Yeah. So was it the one with the testimonials? Was it the one with the problems? Or yeah. where are you losing people? Yeah. Maybe you're focusing too much on the negatives and you need to focus more on the positives. Yeah. And um, that's a really important factor is, is looking at how their sales, sales sequence is performing yeah. and what is coming out of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it can show the success of like, you know, if, they're opening your call to action at the problem identifying email, they might feel like, okay, this person really knows who I am. And that just shows how well you know your ideal client. So like, yeah. kudos to you. Yeah, exactly. And if it takes a little longer, it's okay. Yeah. Because generally, the higher the ticket, the, the higher um, the price of that item, yeah. the longer it's going to take someone to make that decision. Yeah. Of course, their price is relative. Yeah. You know, a big investment for one person is pocket money yeah. for someone else. But like if you're selling like your signature one year intensive coaching program, mm -hmm. you're going to need a longer sequence mm -hmm. and, and more bang for like more in there. Like maybe you'll have an, an initial lead magnet, but maybe then you give in like a free mini course or something like yeah. to really warm up this person to make this huge investment. Yeah. Whereas if it's just like a, like a, two or $300 service or product, you probably don't need all six emails yeah. to sell that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and a lot of times I've noticed that, especially for any kind of thinker, you can be a logical or you could be like a very emotional thinker. If you are thinking about it logically and then someone goes to you and says, like, I see the struggles that you're having or you know, you really bring it down to their level of like where you understand them. Mm -hmm. Then they go, Oh, wait a minute. Like this is someone who's going to make my business run better. This is the person who knows how to solve, like yeah. how to make my business grow, how to do this. Like, yeah, we connect with emotions way more than we can connect with. Like we could, we could easily say like, Oh, okay. What we're going to do is we're going to um, automate your, your um, email marketing sales funnel. And, um, that's going to be great. Yeah. Okay. Or, or we say, um, I, I know it's like overwhelming trying yeah. to market. We're going to like, um, save you time and energy and like mental space yeah. by automating a beautiful sequence. That's going to express everything you want your ideal client to know, mm -hmm. which are you going to connect with? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Okay, so, so that was a whole lot of information. That I feel was a like lot we just of information. shared with welcome and sales sequence. I know that was a lot of information, um, and it can be it can be an overwhelming topic. It's something that um, we are consistently, constantly um, having to go through with our, mm -hmm. our clients and everything. Um, it's a service we provide, writing those, um, and. We also are helping our members this month with crafting their own. Yes. Um, so there's a lot to unpack there and it's too much for one episode. In fact, we're probably gonna be talking about email marketing next month as well. Yes. Um, but in summary. <laughs> um, what would be three things you think would be important for anyone who is wanting to write their own? So um, keep, keep it simple and consistent. Like mm. don't overwhelm people with information. Like try to give them one new piece of information um, per email yeah. and one call to action. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you? Um, I would say like you, like be very simple, very concise, always uh, provide a call to action. Mm -hmm. um, and when in doubt, use your testimonials to, to prove how, effective you are in your work because those um those words um speak levels to like the kind of services you provide yeah and thirdly it would be to know your end goal mm -hmm. like everything should be leading to one decision yeah welcome sequence is a little bit more general it's like let's get to know each other yeah um but you should still have a call to action like let's get on a call or something or join yeah. our membership or something but with the the sales sequence especially it's you have an end goal and know that goal and, and know the steps so yeah. you can track where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode with uh, showing up solo. Can't wait to see you next month. And until then, yeah, we'll see you then. See you then. Enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like, and subscribe so you don't miss out on future ones. Want more from Hannah and Nicole? Visit showingupsolo.com to join the Showing Up Solo membership or to inquire about working with us on your business.